Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Shift. Quick shifts, folks. Episode 64 of the podcast. There's no Islander that's war, war in 64. Um, so let's, you know what? Uh, shout out to to uh, the Hockey Podcast Network for decide, deciding to do is Kyle, I know I'm making you sweat sometimes, I feel, because <laughs> um, of the things that we we do on Twitter. But uh, hey, you know, we're we're a feast or famine pod. That's, that's kind of how it goes around here. So um, you know, let's we quick shifts for those uh, who, for some reason, if somehow this is your first time listening, we usually every other week we have our classic canonical through the island podcast that meanders about for like an hour and a half or so. This is much shorter. Quick shifts is our way to uh, get questions. Um, if, yeah, if we go if we go above thirty minutes, I'm going to shut it down. Um, so the first, the, yeah. The, yeah, the yeah. first, like, like, uh, and fittingly, so we got to it's, it's a quick shift. We got to get into it. Uh, Dan, culture of losing Islanders anxiety pod, uh, the master splinter of Isles Twitter in a lot of ways. Uh, he asks, how can a podcast hosted by two musicians not have any opening music? Um, uh, I, I saw this question earlier. It's a, it is a good, it's a legitimately good question. Uh, and I was thinking about the way I was going to answer it for myself. My my answer is it's insane because like I'm constant. I'm right now. I'm actively writing for two different projects that I'm working on, and then inactively writing writing for like another two that I'm like, oh, let me get to the. Uh, this is something that I'm putting aside for when I get to something I want to do with this. On top of other shit that I'm learning, and then the other thing is I don't know how you how your like creative flow kind of is, but I will. On top of the stuff that comes to me naturally, the stuff that comes to me through learning other music or exercises that I'm doing or whatever, I, when I'm listening to music, I'm constantly screenshotting shit. And I'm like, that's a cool thing. I'm going to come back to that. Mm-hmm. So th- there's literally no shortage of ideas. Uh, yeah. So it is kind of insane that we don't have intro music because I could just the, – the one that I did for my movie podcast, I literally just whipped up something so stupid in you know 20 minutes. And I was like, oh, that's the theme. I don't fucking care. Um, we're going to do something like that at some point. Yeah, no, I mean, it's log- part of its logistics. Uh, Mike, Mike lives, I think you live in, uh, Essex, uh, or, or, or was it, uh, Gr- Greenwich? Uh, no, no, I, I live, uh, in Lon- East York. London. Oh, oh, <laughs> sorry. I wasn't uh, sure. It's, right, I mean, the sister. Yeah. Same pretty t- close. Yeah. It's um, <laughs> Uh, uh, Eastern Long Island, uh, uh, the UK and California are all equal distance from each other. Yeah. From you. So, uh, yeah. I mean, th- there's that side of it. I, 
you know, whenever could just, we could just do it, too. We could you know? do it, I th- but I want to do it in person just because, I mean, similarly, yeah, we're writing. We're writing. Um, and it's kind of like uh, starting a band when you're older is interesting in that, like, you feel like you don't have as much time. And there's no time limit on any of it, but that that the the wheels are turning right now, right? Because it's there's a there's an aspect of like uh, it's time it it's time to get a ring, you know, time time to get sure. to get that banner. Um, and uh, so yeah, there's a lot of motivation. The, and also below it, just letting you guys know, whenever we do get theme music, if we get theme music, it's it's over. It's over for everybody. Like it that that's. If we have theme music and, we, and we're actually put together, you guys, <laughs> you fuckers don't know what's going to hit you. Uh, I think that's a good answer. I think that's yeah. good. Yeah. Next question from Zach uh, at Bostrami on Rye. The name is Zach, then in quotes, Zach, and then Zach again. That's good. Um with all the forward lines looking in sync so far, what does Wallstrom have to do in order to get out of the doghouse and back into the lineup? Me and so me and Scott were actually demoing and writing last night, and uh, we were watching the game while we were doing it. Um, and we we actually had this conversation, um, and it's it's literally it's so so simple and easy. It's the second that they lose a game, Holmstrom scratched and Wallstrom's in for him like that's just what's gonna happen yeah yeah uh, un- yeah i mean unless you know they unless, lose unless holmstrom has a hat trick the yeah. night that they or, lose i mean e- even if they start if they start finally putting him away in actual games because they've and they've looked good to, to my eye definitely much more the first game first game they were they were like just cutting up and 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 everything i mean i i think similarly but maybe different different place which is that if the third line, and I, I, I don't think I think that that space, if you're going to have it work for Wallstrom at all, it would be one of the top two lines. But the problem is that like, there's the aspect of the attitude, um, issues or perceived attitude issues that are going on there. Um, I think I think more of the place, uh, even even though I don't think it's the best fit stylistically, is that third line right wing where. You know, fashing fashing plays hard. He took, but he took that that double minor uh, last night. That was not not great. Um, yeah. And and that third line is a bit clunky. But and I don't I don't think that Wallstrom helps the clunkiness. I think I think he no. adds I think he adds space in terms of a guy that that can shoot from distance, so that that can change the shape of how they cycle. But the the problem with that line right now, I I think all three guys are working hard, but there's no playmaker on that line, which inherently makes it hard to, and and so the way that they're going to score goals, if that third line, the way they're going to score goals, if they keep it together in that, in that unit, it's going to be having to learn how to basically almost fourth line, the the pucks towards the net, but you have, yeah, you have, yeah, you have more skill with, with more skill. You know what I mean? Where yeah. they, they have to kind of tornado the pressure from the corners, just into like into the center of the ice. Whereas if you have Wallstrom, yeah. that adds space. So I could see him going there, but you know, we we don't need to get into it. But I, I I'm I'm feeling good without him, to be honest with you. Cause I, I'd rather see Gautier get get ice than than Wallstrom. Uh well, you know, uh I have my investment to protect. 
You have that jersey that that you have to return. Fake, fake, fake jersey. The fake jersey. Um, next question from Matt M Esposito forty seven. Is the tree still up? Honey, asking about the tree. The tree is not. The, the, this is referring to the Islanders tree, um, the non denominational island, the, the New York non non denominationals uh, tree that we lit blue and orange. Um, starting. Yeah, on, on Thanksgivings when we we uh, we my mom comes over and we we put the tree together and and whatnot and uh, we put the lights on blue. Well, after my mom leaves, we turn it to blue and orange. Um, uh, and uh, and then we kept it going and and they went on a pretty strong streak once we put it up last year. Um, so it will be back. It's not it's not there yet though. Um. Next question from him, Duncan, at Big Papa Pump. Those are those are refs. Both of those are wrestling references. Just so you know, Mike. No, no, I, little culture. I it's a little above your head, actually. So I, 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 I understand. Only... And most things are above your head because of the height situation. Um, <laughs> the okay. The question is, <laughs> unless it's a Shawn Michaels reference, I won't get it. And oh, that's then, a sexy boy. See, that I, makes sense. I I love him. Yeah, it's uh, it is his drug problem was was a situation. Speaking of situations, situation level on Dobson is the question to bring it back to the okay. question. Yeah, um, that was a good cycle right there. So, <laughs> so, so, uh, I mean, here's the thing, right? So, did he have a point in the first game? Uh, I don't, I don't think he had a point in the first game. The defenseman that did was Pulak, my my sleeper pick. Right. Um. So he he Second had a real nice he, he had a real nice assist last night. Um, it's tough to say like if there is a like I I feel like and this is something that we were actually talking about. One of our gimmicks this year is going to be the situation report with Scott, kind of like a weatherman thing. And he uh, we just didn't we didn't do it this week partially because like it's we're two games in. We're not quite at any. We can't foresee whether there is or isn't situation. Um, like the overall overarching situation, right? There are yeah. many situations that we can address. And I guess this is an example of one that's like, you can you can pose the question. It's a fair question to pose, especially considering, I guess, the uh, the Twitter stuff. The Twitter um, situation where uh, he, that's, he, yeah, he said he was yeah. hacked. He said he was hacked. Yeah. Someone someone um, hacked into his uh, phone. <laughs> um, and that's so, what they went for, his Twitter. referring... If you're referring to that situation level is we're at no situation because the man uh, reads, he reads up on that, you know, he, he, he's got some bulletin board material. He reads up on, gets frustrated. He, he gets hacked, (laughs) air quotes hacked. Um, And then he, he comes, comes back from that and uh, puts up a point, a nice, a nice point. And I thought, and I thought he was better defensively too. And I, 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 cause I think the thing with him and, and maybe legitimately it's very possible that like, he's a guy that was on Twitter cause he, he's 23 still, which is is fucking psychotic. It's like psychotic to think about. So it's like, he comes from like, he, he's the large son. He's built different, you know? And, and I think, how old is Romanov? Also, also 23. 23. Yeah. He's like the most 40-year-old, 23-year-old I've ever seen. Romanov? Yeah. I um I so I think I think with Dobson, I think uh no, no situation. I think the fact that he responded uh as well as he did in the second game. And 
Let's see him keep it up though right. against a team that's not the the uh, Arizona yeah, Coyotes. Coyotes. Right, Arizona, sure. Um, well, um, soon, uh, you know, Houston. Yeah. Um, hopefully not. Hopefully not. Was, but just was saying. just having a conversation with uh, one of the guys that plays in intervals, Travis. He lives in uh, Texas, and he's like, "I heard a team might be coming here," and I was like, "Do you guys have Coyotes in?" And he said, "Hell yeah, we got Coyotes." So it might it might be a thing where they don't already even fit. Yeah. Um, okay. Then the next question, will more shots from the point on the power of play from Dobson and Pulak draw the penalty killers away from their net and create more overall success? Asking for a friend. Thank you. Irrelevant content. Connor Franzoni. This is, this is actually a really good question. Um, if, and, and, uh, the, the thing to do here is like, think about, think about other teams that shoot a lot from the point. What's, what's the, the one that comes to, comes to mind. From the point, interesting. I mean, I mean, see, when I think about shooting from the point, uh, I think about Shea Weber. Like th- that's who I think about. Fine, so, sure. So, but I, a current example, because because I don't know what, what's what was what's the answer? The hurricane, the hurricanes, uh, a team that famously, regardless mm-hmm. of whether it's from the point or not, but they are they're very much a and the, you know they they literally seek out guys like the Brent Burns trade. They're, part of the reason they probably seeked him out is because he is a big. I'm going to shoot from the point guy. It's it's a shot that like I think we had this conversation in a previous episode. You you always played goalie, but still I'm sure that's something that that you were told uh by coaches to keep an eye on. That's that's the thing that was like it was hot when I was growing up playing hockey and being taught. It was like this is how we're going to try and create, you know, it's the create chaos in front, shoot and and shoot low from the point and try and get uh pucks deflected. Um and so it's like a thing where will it create more offense? That's the interesting question. If if you look to a team like the Carolina Hurricanes, who do it all the time, are they an offensive team? The, the they should the, be. Yeah, I mean but the problem what's is their biggest. What's their biggest problem every year? Power they play. Can't score. They can't score. No, true, true. It's crazy. It's it's nuts. So it's like curious to see if something like that mirrors the Hurricane success, or if they're just an anomaly where it's just like you put the Jersey on and it's tough to score. So I think, I think it will, like I, through, through the first two games, I've liked how the power plays looked, even if they didn't score in the first one, I, I think the puck movements been good. I think, I think, you know, while they, they, the power play they scored on was just literally win a face off, then do a one timer, uh, which is the, the, the simplicity of that is nice, but they had some nice setups. And I think, I think that the issue is that, it's if the question's about the two defensemen, and I think the, the thing is they're not they they're just not the same. Dobson has a good shot, but he's more of a I think a a, a deferential um and shoot strictly shoot for deflection defend uh type point like point guy, whereas Pulak obviously yeah. is the is the let it rip guy. And also on the second unit, he he plays more of the the face-off circle one-timer guy. And and just to close here, a thing that I think will help the second unit, I think Holmstrom should be on that second unit instead of Engvall. And I think Engvall should be on the penalty kill instead of Holmstrom um, because I think yeah. their skill sets – and I think getting a playmaker on that second unit would be would be huge. And that would be the one chance for Simon to get to play a little bit looser. Or that, that might be a way to get him to loosen up in general. Um, yeah, I don't hate that. Uh, next one is okay. Of course, Brooklyn Vinny. Um, you know, really, really. Uh, uh, is it an insult hurled at me? 
No, no, no. It's uh, do we need to accept that Sebastian Ajo is good and conversely that Robin Salo isn't? Great, great. I saw this. I saw this. Uh, uh, simple answer is yes, I think. I love, I love that it's just like there's a point little over halfway through last year where it was just like, oh, Sebastian Ajo, he, he went on Twitter. He didn't block anyone. He saw everyone was talking about how much he was falling down. And he yeah. said, "I gotta, I gotta figure some, I gotta figure some stuff." I got, I gotta take a stand, did. literally. Um, yeah. No, but I, I well, definitely, Robin Sallow isn't because, like, I've never seen a guy win a win a spot so outright in camp, and then the second it becomes a professional hockey game that he has to be good on, he just cannot handle it. Um, look at how old he is. Sebastian Ajo, he especially. So I was at the game last night. I was at both games, and the game He's last 25. night, him playing on his. Ajo's only 25? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Salo. Robin Salo is 25. It's but but Ajo with how like Ajo knows who he is and, and he's he's shown who he is. Um or he's starting to show who I think he is. And and I think he has I mean, he is the Nick Letty replacement. And and I guess the question is I'm curious what his next contract's gonna be because the problem with Nick he's Letty the problem that I had with yeah. Nick Letty was was never necessarily his play per se, it was his play and what his cap hit what like was. You know what I mean? Like cap hits for defensemen, you got to kind of hit on them. Like you got to be bringing something. That's part of why Pellick, for the amount that he's paid as a defensive defenseman, he has to be pretty pristine. And Pulak yeah, for what absolutely. he's what he's paid needs to score more. Um, and and that's why with Letty, it was like once once he had to play like a defensive considerate system, he couldn't handle it. And and I and, I, yeah. I go to bat for his speed. His speed made up for a lot of his a lot of his issues, and he was able to get and and his partner's issues too. He was always a good if if someone fucks up, his speed was was a, a defensive tool in and of itself. Yeah, but yeah, let you know. Let's forget about Nick Lady. I mean, I get I get the comparable. Yeah, of course. The next question, uh, Bud Light. I'm gonna let you go first. This is a great question. Oh yeah, uh, Bud Lightlyman. Uh, whose whose name is now uh, Noah Dobson's worst nightmare? Um, <laughs> it's, it said, akin to Staples' emo song for every team article. Staple, welcome back to the team. You didn't put my ba- my emo band on the list though, so there's a list that we have that you know you you, it's, <laughs> you just made your way off of it. I'm willing to give a strike. I'm willing to give you give you a, a strike on that. Um, but you'll live for now. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, could you pick a song, any genre for each line and deep pairing? Doesn't have to be elaborated. Could be based purely on a vibe. Okay. Uh, I so I I made a little list today, and I did I did a little experiment where I, uh, the way that I listen to music is uh, a little psychotic in the sense that it's like I, I'm very organized when it comes to listening to music and checking out new music. I'm like neurotic about it. So I was like, let me do this exercise from a. Every time that I really jive with and gel with a record, I put it on this playlist and I, I check it out in two months and I, I usually wipe it clean. and I, So that way you're not stuck in a cycle listening to the same music and sometimes some carried over. But either way, I was like, let me do that from my current. This is what I'm really loving right now. Playlist and it's full records. I'm not a I listen to songs guy or I listen to shuffle guy. So it is full records. And I picked songs from the records. And in a couple of cases, I picked entire records because of the vibe. So. I'm going to be short and sweet with all of them, basically a sentence about each. The first line 
which is Matt Barzell, Bo Horvat, Simon Holmstrom, uh, Carly Rae Jepsen, Psychedelic Switch. Uh, this the record that this is on is like has one of the strongest six st- song stretches on any record I've heard in a very long time. The only reason that I put this song other than that it's really good is because of the lyric, baby, I'd be satisfied forever with a couple years of this. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, second line, which is uh, Pierre Engvall, Broccoli Nelson, and uh, Kyle Palmieri. Uh, I just put Baroness the Birthing. Um, you know, I feel like it's kind of, uh, the, this is the birthing of a new new identity line. Is that what you were calling them? Uh, in a way, yeah. I mean, the second line is, uh, it's, I mean, that's what I referred to the Brock uh, Bailey bow yeah. line during during that 21 season because it felt like they they were able to play in all situations and could score. Either way, it feels like the birthing of a good thing um, uh, off of the Red the red album, Baroness. Uh, third line, Andres Lee, J.G. Peugeot, Hudson Fashing. Uh, I put a record for this older uh, death metal band. Uh, they put out a double record this year. Antronomicon and Halionomicon. I wish I liked these records more because I really like the band. It's a thing where it's like, I like the parts that are, I like all the pieces here, but as a whole, I don't think that these work as well as I'd like them to. That's how kind of how I feel about that third line right now. Uh, fourth line, uh, I put John Coltrane, I love Supreme. John Coltrane very famously wrote this record in like three days. And he, his whole thing was, I am chasing God. I'm trying to find God through the saxophone. The fourth line, quite frankly, is chasing God. They're chasing the Stanley Cup through their kind of abrasive and structured, same kind of approach that John Coltrane had with that record and, and most of his stuff. All right. <laughs> this is where it gets a little fun. Um, okay. First D pair, Opeth, Porcelain Heart. That's, a, uh, that's Adam Pellick and Noah Dobson. Now, uh, I put... Uh, Porcelain Hearts, two two keys here. Pellick is uh, uh, the band is Opeth's my favorite band. Adam Pellick, reliable, best band on earth. Opeth, same as Adam Pellick, best best defenseman on earth, defensive defenseman. Um, and then Dobson, Porcelain Heart, his heart is broken because of what people are saying about him on Twitter. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and then we have uh, Alex Romanov and uh, Ryan Pollock is the second pair. Uh, two molds, the their new newest record. I forget the name of it off the top of my head. It's it's a long sci-fi title. It's heavy. Alex Romanov, the way he plays, very heavy. It's techy. Think about the way that Ryan, uh, Ryan Pollock was playing yesterday. Just some of the some of his decisions and his skating and the way that he moves the puck. It is very technical and like and smooth and melodic and catchy. Same this vibe. The 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 vibe of this record is perfect. Probably the best death metal record that's come out all year. This this pair is great. Love it. Uh, this one's a little bit of a joke. Um, Scott Mayfield and Sebastian Ajo. I put Bruce Springsteen. I'm going down because Sebastian Ajo be fallen. Falls down um, a lot. And then goaltending, I put uh, Caroline Polachek, Bunny as a Rider, because it's the best song of the year so far that I've heard. Um, and I tried to fit an Ethel Kane song on here because I've been like, it's it's all I listen, not all I listen to, but I listen to her newest record, uh, their newest record, uh, once a day, pretty much, and it's unbelievable. Couldn't fit it, but next time we do an exercise like that, I'll this I'll try and uh, try and sneak it on. Okay, yeah, pretty uh, thorough, right? Pretty thorough. Uh, I, I I actually came up with some as as you were talking for mine. Um, so I, I I'm gonna just go quickly. 
and and give a little brief explanations. First line, it's interesting how how mine's stylistically break break down by section of of the roster. Uh, the first line is uh, it's a song called "Almost Here" by the Academy. Is uh, it's a very swaggery type of uh, kind of two thousand five emo uh, poppy anthem. Um, there's a they were very pretty the lead singer very pretty William Beckett in his heyday very pretty uh, Matt Barzell very pretty even though he has the in school suspension buzz cut right now the <laughs> mm, this kid might be having something going on at home uh, situation type haircut um, and uh, and you know there's a chip on the shoulder in the lyrics there about being like passed down upon and that first line is made up of guys for different reasons that have been like hey. I'm not sure you're that good. I'm not sure you can 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 carry it all, even including Holmstrom as a guy that people have deemed a bust until now. Even some people are, are view him as like bust adjacent until he scores. Um, second line is uh, "Everything Is All Right" by Motion City Soundtrack. Uh, they're from Minnesota, as is Brock Nelson, and and uh, they're kind of a hodgepodge uh, sonically. Um, the lyrics are very uh, dark and poetic. The songs are very uh, catchy and bright. Um, and, you know, you have a handsome, as we've gone in, you have handsome Pierre, you got Meatball Kyle, and you got Dwayne the Brock Nelson in the middle there. You know, three very different, they they all grew up in three, I think, very different households. Um, yet they play just so smoothly and succinctly. Um, uh, the third line is uh, Nobody's Darlings by uh, Lucero. Um, that is a song that is very much uh, about people kind of counting you out and you kind of wearing it and not giving a shit and pushing through. Um, I feel like people have been talking shit about Andrews Lee. I'm getting sick of it. I'm getting really sick about it. Uh, sick to my stomach, all the shit talk. Um, but, uh, you know, and and Fashing is a guy that it took tw- it took him. I mean, Pajot from the second he he there there are people that have thought the Pajot deal has been shit forever. There are people that have like thought he has been a borderline fourth liner because they don't watch the Islanders. Right. Morons. And 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 they think so there's that. And then Fashing, it took him until he was 27. How many teams did he play for? How many times did he go up and down? Three. You know, yeah, like two or three. He like that's a guy that's counted out. Fourth line is a song called uh, "A Jingle for Product Placement" by Dillinger Four. Uh, I kind of just wanted to get this band on there, but also the the ethos of of that song. It has a it's a very anthemic song. The uh this being the identity line, I think this is the, this this line knows that the end is near. Um, they're they've given their all for every shift, and they've never really questioned about what was after. Um, and I think that that's kind of the message of that song. Um, so that's the forwards first pair. Um, uh, many men wish death upon me by 50 cent, <laughs> because you, 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 if you want the Islanders to fall off a cliff, you target Adam Pellick because every time he gets hurt, everybody forgets how to play defense, including Pulak. He like, he like, he like reverts to like bantams or something. And he like, he can't hold his shit together. And, and Noah Dobson, that's how he feels when when someone uh, <laughs> tweets at him. Hey, fucking idiot! <laughs> Many men 
wish death upon me. The second pair is uh is uh is crooked teeth by by Death Cab for Cutie. I think that they play such just a um they 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 maybe maybe play heavier than 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 that song by a considerable amount, but I think uh fitting title. I, it's a fitting title for how for how they play. And that song, again, that's another very just like crisp storytelling song. And I feel the way their their play complements each other uh, is just so is so great. I feel like you've seen them pinch more because of how good their defense has been, because both those guys are physical and it just creates and and they're both smart Pulak to a much higher hockey IQ sense. Um, and the third pair is uh uh, free fallen by Tom Petty because uh, <laughs> Sebastian Ajo's fallen situation. And, and I think about Tom Petty as a guy that a lot of people that, that wave American flags um, love Tom Petty, but probably so, same, would not same. really vibe with the, uh, would, wouldn't think uh, they're as cool as, as they probably think uh, he, we picked, he agrees with them. We picked two, like two, two artists that get pretty uh, associated, like, they're relatively associated with other Springsteen and and Tom Petty. Are you a Tom Petty guy? Like I've become a full on Bruce Springsteen guy in the last year, where I'm just like, and another guy who's associated with guys who wave American flags, but at the same time, it is so moronic that they do, considering "Born in the USA" is literally an anti war song. Yeah, you know, and and I, so I I like I like Tom Petty. I I haven't had a devoted, and maybe I will. To your point about it is it always is good to defer, diversify what you what you listen to but i i do i mean in general i just i'm always cycling through my like go-to bread and butter music and then bringing on something at least pop wise just to like understand different thinking about different cadence cadences and and melodies and whatnot um but so i I haven't had a, a devoted time but but i probably will just because he's a guy that i've i've like put on occasionally and like all right cool let me listen to that song that I like from from uh, Tom Petty. Let me uh, Angel mm-hmm. Songs, another one. Um, like listen, I gotta to give that. him a full. I gotta give him a nice. Like I'm gonna give Tom Petty a nice. And I let like it. I did Bruce. I let it. Yeah. I let it. My my guy from that era is Jackson Brown. That's my guy. Cool. Yeah. From yeah, yeah, from cool. from that. Um. And the goal. The goalies. Uh. God only knows. Uh. By the by the Beach Boys. <laughs> Just that, that's uh, yeah, how that's I my feel. We- that's my wedding song. Oh. Oh, I I, rem- I remember. I, actually, I don't remember it. <laughs> Why am I not remembering your wedding song? Huh? Interesting. I will come back to that. I guess it's a per- it's a perfect record too. Pet sounds. That's the you ever see the Portlandia pet sound sketch? I have to. I, I have to revisit uh, Portlandia. I haven't done. I haven't done a deep dive on that in a minute. That's okay. like one of the funniest sketch comedy things I've ever seen. All right, we're, yeah. Let's just blast through the rest of the questions. Blast through. Okay. Uh, uh, Ian, uh, IMAX 0622 thoughts on Aho Bolduck. I like Aho Bolduck still has me a little, like he, he, he didn't have as bad a game, but again, when I scale it, sheltered, sheltered. you were sheltered against the coyotes. So (laughs) like, you know, they're playing, they're playing the devil's next. Yeah. Who who uh, it's, it's going to be an interesting game, man, because they're all one and one. You know, again, it's two two games into an eighty-two game season, but it feels like they're like we got to get a W here. You're going to love this song from Kyle uh, Kyle Kyle Lenny, Kyle Lenny M twenty nine Kyle Craft Colkin. On a scale of one to ten, 
How much do you miss old reliable Andy Green? And why is it a 9.5? Thanks, Titsland podcast. Uh, because it's I think land. because of right. the uh the way to handle on, on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. I love I've I've been an Andy Green truther from, you know, that that was like it was a shock when he when they traded for him. And then it was a thing where he was like is is he like the most like steady other than like the obvious answer being Pelic, you know, but is is he secretly kind of like the the steady force among these defensemen like man Andy Green rocks dude like I and I and I was you know even the year that he retired I was like Man, I could use another year of Andy Green here. I would have liked it. I would have been into it. And I, I think that I, he, yeah. he got a worse rap because of Chara. You know what I mean? Where it's like yeah. people grouped him in with Chara, and it's like their play was separate. But yeah. I, I get why people did that because it was the idea of like these guys are old. We need to move on. I felt Green. I felt Green had 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 fallen off that last year, but. But I, I think he he's a guy that gave you his all because like in those two playoff runs, every time, every time he was he was on the ice. When the Islanders shortened their bench, they would shorten it to Pelic Mayfield and and Green Pulak. They they shortened it to that um, a lot of the time because they were trying to just keep it. We we can trust these guys to hold it down and. And I think on some level, that's what you miss. That's what you miss back there uh, is, is that that like having that steadying presence for and and now now you have Pelic, right? So now you have their best defensive defenseman, but it's higher assignments and it's it's uh, it's go time, you know, I yeah. think. But, but Pelic is a uh, uh, green, absolute, absolute gem of a third pair defenseman. Um, yep. Next question um, from Isles Den. Completely understand if you don't take questions on this subject, but what do you think happens next for Bailey retirement, signing somewhere, sitting as a UFA? Um, I think like he wants to play. It sounds, it seems like he wants to play. So it's like, uh, let's see if someone gets injured and someone, I, I, I just, I think that he's, I think that he's going to be forced to retire is my, is my answer. I don't think that I don't see him playing in Europe, but he does seem like a guy that would be like, let me get, any shot that I can with another NHL team. And I don't blame him. See, I, it's just like, I, I don't know. See, I don't know because he got six points. He got, he was point per game in the preseason. It's like, he couldn't have auditioned better than that. Um, at the same time with what his speed is. And again, how things get faster when, when it's a full professional lineup that you're playing against every night. Like I get it. It still is weird to me that he wouldn't make, you know, maybe veteran presence there, but it's like one of those things. Would he take a minor? I think part of why he was cut was maybe if he was willing to take a two-way deal or something, he could have stayed, but, but he didn't want to, you know what I mean? And which, which, which makes you think then he won't just take an, he won't take an AHL, AHL deal in hopes of going up because it's like, Nah, man, I don't think I I need to ride the bus again. And I think, yeah, I it, you know it, if he feels that way, he's entitled to feel that way. Um, and and I think he's earned that right. And honestly, if he retires as an Islander, that's the that's the Josh Bailey that's the Josh Bailey story, man. Like like that's yeah. You know if if, if they if there's gonna be a time to reignite the that Islanders Hall of Fame, um, yeah. what better guy to kick it back off with than him? Yeah. All right, next one. 
Uh, Ducks come to town December 13th. Are we going to see Ross versus Martin? No, uh, I don't think so. Um, I don't think so. I that That is actually a really good question because it's like they're buddies, but that doesn't mean anything. It. I think that... That's having, a really good question. If he if he stay, if he stays on the roster, like was he signed to? No, he was just picked up on waivers, right? So, so yeah. does that does that mean they took they they took his? Yeah, the contract. Yeah, they took the contract on. Okay, so he has the same deal. So presumably he'll be in the roster. Yeah, like I, I, pre- presumably he'll be on the roster, so he'll be traveling with them. And a lot of times you'll have you know guys play their their former team because you think they'll have some extra juice and. uh yeah, I think he'll play. I just don't. I just don't know if they'll fight. But yeah. but I, I, that's a fucking coin toss, and I don't know how I feel about it either. Wow, that's a really good question. Oh, um, yeah, it, it's uh, hold on. Speaking so of questions, fun? before you get the questions, yeah, because we 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 we, we got to get to one mini segment after this. But what what is it time for? Chill time. I bet that that was probably uh, a really great segue in uh, after what's probably been a great, what I bet's been a great, um, really great episode of the podcast. But, you know, you can bet um, on all the NFL games this season on DraftKings Sportsbook. Look, the season's going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. You know, uh, this weekend, uh, oh, oh, no, a couple weekends from now. Jets, Giants, over under 36.5. Interesting. Um, you know, it, it, it's. Uh, I imagine I'm probably going to hear about that. Um, there's a sports bar that's really loud near my apartment. I feel like that's going to the impact of that game will, will have a devastating impact on my neighborhood. Um, but you know, you got to get in on the game day greatness. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code THPN. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort, licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbet.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. Now, back to what I imagine is probably the most uh, profound podcast you've ever heard in your life. Wow, that was really passionate and heartfelt. Um, so, you know, we we mentioned last episode, we don't have a situation report for you. It's going to percolate. Again, these quick shifts are, there'll be temperature checks in a lot of ways. That's part of the nature of question and answer. And the the longer episodes will be the kind of we'll have and and i actually looked at the schedule it looks like we, it's like five games between each so that's like 
a, a decent it's still a small sample size but it's enough of a sample size to say like okay what are you seeing and yeah. and, and 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 where are things trending um so so but you know uh, we'll also give updates on our segments if we'll get the situation report and uh we'll also um update you on some of our bits or, or just little things and the boo list is something that we talked about last episode. This yeah, is- yeah, this is going to be every uh, every every quick shift. We're gonna we're gonna update the boo list. I'm gonna and at the end of the season, we're gonna read off all of the names on it. But we'll just talk, or maybe every 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 segment will go through who was on and now the running list. And maybe people, yeah, and maybe people can work their way off. But it is not the easiest thing to do. Um, so basically. Um, I think that we start fresh and like, there are people that are forever on the boo list and like, I don't want to say it's unspoken, but I do think they probably get officially like we start fresh with a fresh piece of paper. Here's the boo list. There's no names on it now. And there are people that are on it. They just haven't made it like, you know, when, like when the uh, Islanders play the Leafs for the first time this year, and we have to kind of like mentally check that on this, we're going to go, okay, who on the Leafs is on the boo list. We can, we can name names. We can name unnameable names. Um, so I, I, I think it's it's fair to start start with uh, we'll start with one from the summer, which which I had talked about, um, and that's uh, uh, what's his face who who just signed with the uh, got traded to and signed with the Red Wings, Alex DeBrincat. Yeah, yeah, small. coolest. Yeah, small, ineffective, not really, uh, not really Islander material. Not built, um, not built for Belmont. Clearly, yeah. But you, no. it, it, not just players, but uh, other uh, uh, media personalities, regular people can be put on the boo list as well. So, all right, we start with Alex Debrinket from the summer. Let's just think about anyone else from the summer specifically that you would love to add right now. Hmm. We could we could add the entire uh, Toronto Maple Leafs media, the athletic staff. Yeah, yeah. They can go they can go to fucking hell. Dom, go to hell forever. Um uh so af- after that uh, uh from the summer, I don't I don't know. Yeah, I we mean, as as they come back up, you know. That, yeah. They'll they'll make themselves visible. Um we had a uh uh we're going to we're going to do fan bases as well, right? You wanted to add a, a base? Yep. Welcome, uh, Buffalo Sabres fans. I know, I know you're not used to banners, but con- congrats. It's been a long time since you've had a single accolade, but here's one for you. Yeah, you are the first entrant onto the active boo list. You're the first yeah. one after it's been brought in that was not not there already. So congrats. Yeah. The fact that you guys are still crying about a a good goal call, by the way, on the Fashions goal last year. For you missing the playoffs, um, media too. Some of the media, not just the fan base, um, uh, blaming the the missing the playoffs on that goal, and not you losing ten uh, four the next night. Um, losing, <laughs> I think you. I think you went like oh nine and like two, or like one nine and one in like the eleven games, like the game before the Islander game. And after the Islander game. Uh, so I don't know that you can blame that, but you seem to be doing that. And with the good goal call, 
in game one, you're already prepping for failure. And you had the gall to talk down, talk down to anybody. My God, geez, talking shit from the gutters is a hell of a look. Yeah. Uh, Bullist uh, Sabres fans, first of the, like you said, first proper entry of the season, not not a, a holdover from the summer. Um, and then um, in a, uh, 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 ineffective math on on Twitter, I believe we wanted to add to the Bullist as well, right? Well, yeah, because it, it it ties into one of the things that the Sabres fans were talking about, uh, which was, oh, well, enjoy watching that trap shit. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Such a boring team. I'd rather do this. And it's like, man, you'd rather watch hockey in the playoffs. And you, you haven't gotten to do that since before The Rock joined the, the Fast and the Furious franchise. So it's been a long time for you. I understand that. Yeah, so the tweet, the tweet is uh, Islanders game had one goal at 4.1 XG combined watching Islanders games this year, especially at home is going to be like crawling across the desert. Um, you know, I don't know. It's just lazy. It's just lazy. A Twitter that I follow on my own accord because I think that they post interesting information, but um, that doesn't keep you exempt from the boo list. That would be, that would be wrong. That would be, you know, that would be letting our personal biases kind of, uh, yeah get in the way of the, the really the totality of considerations that go into like, we didn't bring up the chi- like chicklets. I hate chicklets. You like it, at least like enjoy the, the interviews for what gold you, what, what definitely decent yeah. stories, what non um, smoke show uh, banter that you get on those. Um, they, they, you know, but whatever, we, we're not even going to dignify them with their, they're below being added to the boo list at this point because like i don't expect anything for i I don't respect them in the first place um so you know i I, i'm i'm not sure if anybody else has has joined i think i think watch list um there's a couple twitter accounts in isles twitter i i'm not gonna name names yet because it's it's a it's kind of just a warning um it's kind of like when you send a memo like out, you're not naming names. Like an yeah, HR, everyone knows what everyone knows is. that that someone left something here. Someone left something in the break room, um, and and um, the fact that some people are fucking complaining in the Islanders fan base already with this like Horvat still hasn't scored, no points. Oh my god, I can't, I can't take this. The Anders Lee, and does he look significantly slower to anybody else? Like all this, like jumping to like sharp, harsh, like doomerish or like pre-doomer conversation after two games, which the team won in, is crazy. When in both of those things, especially in Horvat's case, he looked great in the first game. Second game was not as like noticeable but it's fine he he had a couple great defensive plays um and like we said Lee is Lee is playing on a third line he's adjusting to not having better guys to play with he's playing with a slower line it plays slower it doesn't move he he's been playing with Brock Nelson or or Matt Barzell for the past 5 years you know so yeah those are both guys. Brock's not necessarily a burner, but he like he um 
he's just a good transitional player and and this is not a transitional line so everything feels sluggish more sluggish because it is yeah 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 and yeah we're, we're, we're gonna keep an eye on these people that's all he, he's been That's more physical to too but yeah yeah so just shut the fuck up you know it's it's crazy you um, don't want to get ads to the boo list you just don't want to the vibes right. are good the vibes are good right now you know yeah, no, I, they I, are. they really are this team feels nice like i i feel i feel there's a fun kind of reboot feeling to this team the roster's tweaked enough it's lane in charge um, the stylistic things that the, the details that they're trying to change because we watch so frequently do feel different to us. And whether we don't, we, we don't like Ilya Sorokin said about moving up to third all time in the shootout list. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't think about this. I don't care about this. It I is, think that's, I think that's the perfect note to end the pot on. It is. This has been our first quick shift. And uh, we'll we'll see you next week when uh, full right, on. right yeah right before the Islanders play uh or right after the Islanders before or after the Islanders play the uh, the Avalanche so interesting oh. <laughs> I'm definitely only rooting for the Islanders folks I we got to go before I answer so uh so see you next uh, see you next week convenient.